Hey y'all, welcome back as we continue on through Deuteronomy in chapter 5 as Moses continues with his final speech, his final plea for righteousness for the people of God, for Israel. In verse 1, Moses called all the people of Israel together and said, Listen carefully, Israel. Here are the decrees and regulations I am giving you today so that you may learn them and obey them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us at Mount Sinai. The Lord did not make this covenant with our ancestors, but with all of us who are alive today. At the mountain, the Lord spoke to you face to face from the heart of the fire. I stood as an intermediary between you and the Lord, for you were afraid of the fire and did not want to approach the mountain. He spoke to me, and I passed his words on to you. This is what he said. So I'm going to pause before we go into the Ten Commandments and remind us, we haven't gone through Matthew yet, but in Matthew chapter 22, the Pharisees are trying to trap Jesus and trick him. And they ask Jesus what the um, what is the most important commandments that should be followed. And Jesus responds with a summary of the Ten Commandments in verse 37. He says, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. That is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on those two commandments. And we're going to see that and reflect upon that verse in Matthew as we read through these commandments. I'll continue on in verse 6. I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. And Jesus died on the cross so we could be rescued from our slavery, from our sin, and we could receive his righteousness. In verse 7, You must not have any other God but me. You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generation of those who who reject me. Sin spreads, y'all. Sin affects families, and it affects generations. Sin, it, it just encompasses families, and only Jesus has the power to break that sin cycle and break that sin. And this first commandment, these first commandments that we've read here so far, they point to God. Love God above anything and everything else. Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. In verse 10, But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commandments. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. Again, love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. If you truly love God, you can respect his name. In verse 12, Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do work of any kind. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your oxen, your donkeys, and your other livestock, and any foreigners living among you. All of your male and female servants must rest as you do. Remember that you were once slaves in Egypt, but the Lord your God brought you out with his strong hand and powerful arm. That is why the Lord your God has commanded you to rest on the Sabbath day. 
And again, this points to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. God has set aside a whole day, not for you to sit on the couch and eating Doritos and binge Netflix, but to honor, love, and worship God. Spend time in his word. He set aside a whole day for you to rest and get your soul and spirit replenished with him. God is concerned that that he... He is going, so this is Moses' plea, and he's reminding the Israelites of the Ten Commandments because they're about to enter a very sinful land. And loving God with all their heart, soul, and mind is going to be primary if they want to be able to obey God and follow Him with all their hearts. And this resting on this seventh day is applicable for us today. We live in a very noisy world, and if we don't set aside time to spend with God alone, how can we expect our souls and spirits to to stay replenished with God and his love and word and giving him all the worship he deserves. In verse 16, honor your mother and father as the Lord your God commanded you. Then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Now we're moving on to love people. You must not murder. Love people. If you're murdering people, you're not loving people, y'all. In verse 18, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up and expound on that. If you even hate somebody, if you have hatred in your heart towards somebody, you're committing murder. So that is something that would need to be laid at the cross and given to Jesus and asked for forgiveness. In verse 18, you must not commit adultery. Again, love people. If you're committing adultery with, with others, you're not really loving their spouse. In verse 19, you must not steal you must not testify falsely against your neighbor, and you must not covet your neighbor's wife. You must not covet your neighbor's house or land, male or female servant, ox or donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. And these all reflect loving people and being thankful for what you have. In verse 22, the Lord spoke these words to all of you assembled here at the foot of the mountain. He spoke with a loud voice from the heart of the fire, surrounded by clouds and deep darkness. This was all he this was all he said at that time and he wrote his words on two stone tablets and gave them to me but when you heard the voice from the heart of the darkness while the mountain was blazing with fire all your tribal elders and leaders came to me they said look the lord your god has shown us his glory and greatness and we have heard his voice from the heart of the fire today we have seen that god can speak to us humans and yet we live but now why should we risk death again? If the Lord our God speaks to us again, we will certainly die and be consumed by this awesome fire. Can any living thing hear the voice of the living God from the heart of the fire as we did and yet survive? Go yourself and listen to what the Lord our God says. Then come and tell us everything he tells you and we will listen and obey. The Lord heard the request you made to me and he said, I have heard what the people said to you and they are right. Oh, that they would always have hearts like this, that they might fear me and obey my commands. If they did, they and their descendants would prosper forever. Go and tell them, return to your tents. But you stand here with me so that I can give you all my commands, decrees, and regulations. You must teach them to the people so they can obey them in the land I am giving them as their possession. So Moses told the people, you must be careful to obey all the commands of the Lord your God, following his instructions in every detail. Stay on the path that the Lord your God has commanded you to follow. Then you will live long and prosperous lives in the land you are about to enter and occupy. And this is the 
the heart cry of God today. Oh, that you would have hearts like this, that we'd be awe-stricken by God in all of his glory, that we'd fear him knowing how powerful he is and that we'd have reverent respect for him knowing he controls all. He controls the cosmos. He gives us breath in our lungs. He gives us every day and everything we have on earth. That That is what God's heart is even today, that they would always have hearts like this, that they might fear me and obey my commands, that their descendants would prosper forever. And this is, this is the, the glory of God. God wants to reveal his glory to us so we never question anything and you trust that he is glorious. He's powerful. He is almighty and he wants the best for your lives. He wants you to prosper. We just have to trust him and stop putting all idols before him. He wants us to obey him and realize that he does want the best for us. He has our best interests in mind and he wants our hearts sold out forever. A hundred percent a hundred percent to God. If you have an idol or a sin in your life that hasn't been laid down, I encourage you to do that. If you are towing a truck with a tow truck and one link is broken in that chain, you're no longer being towed by the truck. And if you're not being towed by the truck, what's towing you? I would just pray that God search your heart and show you, search you, break you and, and show you anything in life that God wants you to lay at the cross, lay at the foot of Jesus and chase after God and enter his kingdom, cross over to the door. Jesus is the door to the kingdom. We get the whole kingdom. We just have to walk through the door and trust in God. The full, thank you guys. I hope you all have a most wonderful day.